0: hello everyone this is scooty and you are listening to simple truths hello everyone this is scooty i pardon my uh terrible voice I've lost my voice I've been like super obsessed with the play Hamilton lately and the soundtrack and I've been like belting it every morning to and from work but um, anyways this week's simple truth is about how to find the bright side and it talks a little bit about my journey to positivity and uh, just a necessary change in growth that I had to go through in my life Um, so I'm going to start it off with an excerpt from a mini TED talk that I did in one of my classes, my public speaking class, my senior year of college. I decided to write about this and I was going to just like insert the audio from the TED talk, but I, uh, I, I, technology and I don't know how any of that works and it, it just wasn't working for me. So, I decided to just read it out for you guys and just do it that way and just give you guys a little bit of a briefer, a little summary, I guess, to a little bit of this journey and then the rest of the episode I'll talk a little bit about, uh, you know, how it went in practice. About a year ago, I was scrolling through Instagram, as we tend to do, and I stumbled on a post by an old high school friend and she wrote about how she had bumped into a man at work who said something that really changed her and honestly, it changed me too. He said, we must learn to be gentle patient and honest with both ourselves and each other. Then we will know peace." And after reading this, I couldn't stop thinking about it. I spent the tail end of 2018 working on this quote in relation to myself, you know, figuring out who I was, who I wanted to be, and who I wanted the world to see me as. And I came to realize that each of those answers were far more different than I wanted them to be, you know? I decided I wanted to become a brighter, positive version of myself. So when 2019 started, I decided that this was the time for me to work on how I interacted with other people. You know, change how I saw the world and the people living in it. I had to find the bright side. (laughs) And this quote was honestly the pillar of my journey. So I started off with being gentle. One of the greatest things that helped me with this was reading stories about the lives of others. One source that I utilized the most was a photo blog called Humans of New York. So they have an Instagram page, Facebook page, they do videos and pictures and i have their book it's like my i love it so it's a collection of street portraits and interviews from random people on streets all over the world started by a guy brandon in 2010 he actually went to uga go dogs um (laughs) the greatest thing about doing these readings though is that it gave me a peek into the lives of my neighbors you know it showed me the vastness of all the tragedy and love and sadness and happiness that this world has to offer each and every one of us and it enabled me to empathize with people and walk down the street and see them not just as some random person but a fellow complex human being who is making this journey through life with just as much chaos love and stress as I am. So after that I started working on honesty. This played out in a process that I like to call editing thoughts. The human brain is said to take seven seconds to judge a person. What you do with that judgment is your own, and I'm not gonna lie, this was probably the toughest part for me. Uh, so I'm gonna use a crude example. Like, let's say you're you're walking down the street and you see a man wearing like a seemingly horrendous outfit, just like off. And you know, the first thing you might think is, "Damn, who told him he should wear that?" But that's when the editing kicks in. You know, you follow that thought up with well, maybe he just really likes that outfit, or um, maybe all his clothes are in the laundry and that's all he had, or, you know, who cares? And okay, although this process may seem a bit silly and not as kind as possible, it taught me a valuable thing. It made me realize who cares, you know, like this person is living a whole life outside of my own. So who cares what he wears? And at the same token, in the same amount of time that it took me to edit my thoughts to the point of realizing like it doesn't matter, he's already gone. So I don't know. I just feel like our lives. This is an analogy I love to use, but our lives are like strings spread out across the world, you know, and I. And in moments like these, they're only touching when we make a mere eye contact. And as soon as the moment is over, our strings are separate and continue on their own individual paths, our own individual lives. The final step was patience. And although it may seem like the simplest, it can be extremely tough. The goal is that in practicing these things and shifting your mindset and editing your thoughts, that they will become natural. You won't have to read stories about how different and complex other people's lives are because you'll just know. And you won't constantly be editing your thoughts because you'll realize these things in your core. The bright side is often right in front of us, but sometimes we have to work on ourselves to find it. I'm trying to be a little bit more creative this year and kind of get myself to do more artsy things that I think about doing and dream about doing, but for some reason decide not to do because my laziness always wins. So, kind of the hardest part of doing these podcasts, and even one of the issues that I have with my radio show that I am constantly combating against my laziness, is coming up with topic ideas. So I think one of the topic ideas that I want to do today is being nice. And I chose this because I was just talking to my cousin slash family friend on the phone about just kind of my venture and my journey into becoming a nicer person. So that's going to be our topic for Today, I don't know if we'll venture into another one. I'm still trying to gauge about how long I want this to be. The great thing is, is that I, for some reason, love the sound of my voice, so I can talk for far too long. But yeah. So basically, what I mean by being nice or trying to become a nicer person is that I- I've learned. I've so I'm not going to say I'm a mean person because I don't want to put a negative spirit like characteristic on myself and uh, but i can be mean i don't think that i as a person am mean but i can be mean sometimes and i can be pretty judgmental i grew up in a very quick-witted family that and i grew up kind of with siblings and cousins where we are kind of are hazing each other i guess was like roasting on each other and and joning on each other so that's kind of something i grew up doing my sense of humor is kind of like that so it's it comes a little bit easier to me but over the last few months and I guess year or so I've just kind of been wanting to become a more positive person and I realized that I am in changing my positive mind like in changing to a positive mindset i have to change the way that not only i the way i interact with people i'm always kind to everybody that i meet like i i will never be mean or rude to your face unless you give me a reason to do that but it also is not just about my face-to-face interactions it's about how i see the people around me and how i feel about my fellow human beings and just the more that i've i've become this philosophical I don't want to call myself a philosophical person, but I've been more intrigued by philosophy and humanities and morality. The more that I've just kind of been intrigued by that and and just introspective about who I am in this big world, I've started to become increasingly aware that everybody around me is just as complex as I am. And that we're all just lives, like complete lives, like just walking past each other every day. And sometimes it's really crazy and it makes me feel weird when i'm walking outside to be around all these experiences that i unfortunately will never get to know everybody's stories i think as a lover of books i'm a lover of lives because our lives are just stories but i have in in becoming aware of that and constantly walking outside and trying to see other people like that i've learned that that's made me nicer i mean it's a way of becoming nicer and doing that i it's harder for me to say anything mean about somebody's outfit or how they look or what they say or how they walk or any sort of quick-witted thing because I'm not gonna say it's easy to I it's not that I just all of a sudden stopped doing it but I noticed that once I would do it I would go back to my thinking of being of thinking of how complex these people are and I would be like you know what start maybe her hair looks like that because she's dealing with the same nonsense that you're dealing with or even worse Um, and really the thing that got me into thinking like that was Humans of New York honestly that book changed the way that I viewed the world but after I started seeing people like that I kind of would kind of hold myself a little bit more accountable of being like hey yo there are people just like your people the same way that you're walking around self-absorbed thinking that people are talking about you or thinking about you when in reality most people have their own shit to deal with is the same way that these people are you know and so the more that i started to look at the people around me as people having just as complex as lives as me the more i started to feel bad for being mean and I realized that just in this entire process of changing and developing a positive attitude like I had to constantly be thinking about it you know it wasn't it's it's hard it's hard it wasn't as easy as I don't know as people say of just be nice because and maybe it is as easy but It's really just having a choice of choosing to be nice when you could be mean or you choose to be mean when you could be I mean you could do either one so you have to choose one and uh, I've chose mean or not so nice so many times that now trying to choose to be nice and like also just having a positive mindset. It's really about changing your entire mindset that makes you change these little things like Just the way that I communicate with people, the way that I just carry myself, the way that I care about myself, the way that I care about other people, the way that I care about situations, like all of those things have been affected by me trying to work at changing into having a positive mindset. But in changing and developing that mindset, you have to work at it literally every second, every minute of every day. It has to be something you're always thinking about because it was something that you were never thinking about. So When I went outside, I would have to think, I guess I should be more specific about what I mean by positive. Like I'm not like walking around being, I mean, I guess kind of I am, but I'm not like, look at this beautiful world and this beautiful day and look at these beautiful people and blah, blah, blah. Like I'm not over, I'm not Chris Traeger from Parks and Rec. Like that's not how I am. But I force myself to see the beauty in the world and see the beauty of just the mere existence of any of this and the mere complexity of all of it, which is beauty in itself, um, forcing myself to look at that makes it kind of hard to look at anything else because if I'm walking around and I'm like, uh, wow, look at this beautiful like day, look at this beautiful sky, like look at... I don't know, like, if I'm just acknowledging how, like, beautiful of a day it is, like, I won't throw, I I start becoming, like, more aware of, like, the trash outside, and I kind of want to, like, pick up, if I see somebody throw trash and miss the trash can, like, I want to pick it up, because I'm like, yo, like, I've just been looking at how beautiful this world is, like, I don't want to just throw trash on it, like, right after I looked at it, like, right after I was just looking at how beautiful it is, so it's just kind of changed me in subtle ways like that, but I guess to get to the simple truth part of all of this is that it is basically just, you just gotta work at it. You just gotta want it, you know? And that sounds so cheesy, but if I didn't want to get a positive mindset, I wouldn't be able to do this because like I said, you have to be active in it. It's not just something you can do. It's not something that comes easy to somebody that hasn't done it before. But I will say that there was a lot of sacrifices, a lot of things that I thought I was going to have to sacrifice to become a positive person that I, for some reason, like, just really didn't want to have to give up. I thought I would be giving up my sense of humor. I thought that I would be giving up, like, friendships. I thought that, I I don't know, like, it, it sounds ridiculous to even think about it. It's not like I... But it wasn't like I would have friends that all of a sudden would stop talking to me. And it wasn't like all of a sudden I wouldn't be the funny friend. It wasn't like I, I my persona wasn't gonna shift as much as I thought it was going to be. And and really it would just be like this adding of another layer of just like, wow, stars like a really positive person. And then in becoming a more positive minded person, you start to realize the people in your life that are not positive and that's kind of the weirdest part of this weird balance of like wanting to make everybody become as positive as you because you're kind of starting to realize like just how happy i mean i've been on a journey for happiness since the beginning of like high school when i started getting depression but I realized that I needed to go on this journey of positivity to reach this happiness. Because happiness comes so easy when, when you uh, hold the door open for it. I mean, being mean is you're like closing a door on happiness. I, I don't know how to to verify that. I'm a little out of it right now. But yeah, so in looking for my happiness, I really needed to take these steps. And I did that. But I started to realize the people who were letting themselves wallow in their unhappiness around me, that in a way kind of convincing me that it was okay for me to wallow in my own unhappiness. But I just realized that I needed to stop putting myself in situations that didn't make me feel good and didn't make me feel happy and stop surrounding myself with people that didn't make me feel good and didn't make me feel happy. And it's not necessarily like, people that made me feel bad it wasn't like these people were making me or were being mean to me or making me hate myself or anything like that but it was just that I needed people that were willing to not just see the unhappiness in me but help me get to happiness in whatever ways that they can Um, sometimes I'm a very giving person to the point where a lot of people take advantage of me because I will let people take advantage of me because that's how much I care about their happiness, others' happiness. So I just had to start realizing that I needed people around me who were going to try and make me happy, who were going to do what I would do for my friends and for not my friends. I have made myself sad and and, and I'm trying to learn how to be a good friend without taking on other people's problems and without not caring enough. I'm trying to find this balance because sometimes I think that because I'm trying to stay away to the point where I don't want to take on their problems that I'm not close enough as close as you should be to be a good friend. So I just I think so much about my friendships and how to be a good friend that I just felt like the people who I was surrounding myself with were not putting that much thought into being my friends, you know? And that's okay. That's fine. Everybody is their own person, like I said. Everybody has their own things going on. Everybody has reasons for why they do the things they do. And it doesn't make sense to me now, and it may not make sense to me ever, but it just, the puzzle pieces didn't connect. And I just had to stop mashing it together and trying to get it to fit and pick it up and look at it and realize that that's not where it had to go, you know. But all of that came after I forced myself to look at the beauty and the realness, the reality of life. A lot of us are not realists. A lot of us are not looking at the world the way that the world is really here. Which is that we are billions of people walking around on this big rock that was, I believe, I don't know why it was made, but it was be- it's beautiful. And, it's, and we are meant to acknowledge its beauty because, I mean, beauty deserves to be acknowledged. So we're all just walking around here and we're making lives and we're making stories and we all have our own journeys and we all have our own path and we all have our own things that we need to learn. And the ways that we've been, I believe in a God and I believe that he knows us and he has a plan for us. So we all, and regardless of whether it's a God or a plan or whatever, life has its own plan. Our decisions are just decisions to make us feel to make to give us the opportunity to have a hand in what's going on around us to give us some foot some so i don't even know what the saying is but some chance to say hey all of this can go this way or the third way or whatever but i'm gonna give you a joystick too i mean it's on autopilot but you can put your foot on the brakes when you want to and steer yourself change the speed if you want to, go slower if you want to, take this route if you want to, because at the end of the day, the end point is the same. And unfortunately, not all of us make it to that point with the knowledge of that we were even on a route there, or that that's where we were going, or we missed steps, or we loop-de-loop, or we went the wrong way, or anything. But I don't know, maybe I got sidetracked, but We're all just these complex loop-de-loops trying to make it to the end of this race without stepping on each other's toes. Some of us intentionally stepping on each other's toes. All these complex beings just trying to live and exist and figure this shit out as it's happening. And the more aware that I am of that every day, it just changes the way I see everything when people cut me off, I mean, the little things, when people cut me off, when, and I say those things, because those are the things that used to make me so frustrated, I used to have such a short temper, such bad anxiety, such a planner to where when little things would go wrong, it would just throw me off. So now, like, it's easy to see the big things as like, yeah, we're all so complex. Yeah, we have, we have different languages. We have different countries. We have different styles. Like, yeah, it's easy to see those things. But in the little moments of the times that we get so frustrated of when the waitress is being so rude or when the customer is being so rude or when this person is doing this or that person is doing that, stopping and saying, yo, like, we're all just trying to do this. we're all just trying to make it and like it just seems almost ludicrous in those moments to be mad to be angry to be sad to be anything negative because it's fleeting it's fleeting we are all just happening you know so i'm a huge believer in everything being a possibility not everything is probable okay but I, th- I believe that literally anything is possible. I say I'm not Chris Drager, but I said literally. But I believe that, yeah, literally anything is possible. I believe in a lot of things just because if it's possible, why not? Why not believe that it's possible? Why not? If it's possible, like I, uh, my friends think I'm so dramatic because I believe in a lot of folklore and like super, I mean, I love reading a bunch of science fiction, but be I believe in it because it could be true. So why not just believe it's true? Why not just make this world a little bit more exciting? Why do I need to pick to have the dullness? Why do I need to pick to be mean? Why do I need to pick to be angry? Why do I need to pick to be sad? Why do I need to do that? When... I could be happy. Yeah, it'll take work, but I promise you it'll take just as much work. The same amount of work, maybe even. If I can be happy the same way that I can be sad, then why not just be happy? And that's hard. That's a hard point to get to. That's a hard... I mean, it took me years of going through a depression. I wish that I could have gotten out of my depression when I was 16 saying, Hey, you could be happy if you want to just be happy. But even then, that's not real happiness. I had to cultivate it. I had to work at it. I had to change my mindset. I had to start looking at the beauty of the world so that I could see that it's so much bigger than me. And it's so much bigger than my little problem. And it's so much bigger than even the big problems. And it's so much, it's just so much. There's so, why not spend your energy on getting to experience it than sitting here getting frustrated because you can't figure the shit out? Because I promise you, whether people are walking around like they do or don't have it figured out, none of us have it figured out. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Simple Truths, a Sippin' with Scooty production.